0: It's an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Here's FAU head football coach, Lane Kiffin.
1: Hey, Toddcast fans. Coach Kiffin. Boy, what an exciting time. Mm -hmm. This week, it's a brand-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, where you'll listen to Hot Toddy and friends do some very entertaining things. They've got some of the best fans in America, unlike myself.
2: Oh... Oh!
1: But please join them for this awesome episode and cheer on the Toddcast crew as they continue to make you laugh. Go, oh, hot toddy, and people. Oh, don't mind me. That's just the pain that is my life. And now, there's the smoking hot Toddcast.
0: Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Todd Cast with your host Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy.
2: Oh me, oh my.
1: Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Smoking Hot podcast. I'm Hot Toddy. You know, I don't appreciate that intro enough. I really don't. We have, without a doubt, the greatest intro in podcast history. I, I think that goes without saying. I mean, how many people do that? How many people have a special guy, a special voice, Doc Summit, leading you in like that? I mean, and, and the music behind it and then the audience at the end. I mean, it's absolutely perfect. It's the greatest intro of in podcast history. I love it i want to do it again i want to hear it again all right just just sit back and relax just if you if you haven't if you haven't paid attention to it before sit back and listen to it this time it's 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 the best you cannot agree with that it is the best all right all right here we go let's let's do it again here is the intro to the smoking hot podcast
0: Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Todd Cast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Ooh,
2: baby! Oh my god. Tell me that's not epic. It's the greatest
0: thing ever. We're
2: doing it again. Play it.
0: Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Todd Cast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. I feel energized. So, woo, let's hear it again. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Todd Cast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host. Hot toddy. Yes. Yes. Woo! Oh my
1: goodness. Oh my gosh. Come on. Tell me you don't love that. That is that is the greatest intro ever. It is. It is. It is. Oh All right. I'm out of breath. I, I I've used up all my adrenaline. I don't know if I have enough. I, I do it a fifth time, but I don't think I got it in me. Okay. I swear. Woo. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way, let's, uh, let's get the show rolling, all right? We got a lot of great stuff coming your way this week. Uh, I don't have a topic for this week's show. I was trying to think of something, and then before you know it, I just started making some, some things that was making me laugh, and I just kept on going. Before you knew it, it had a show. So that's why this week's episode is called What is Happening? Because I just don't know. There's just so much going on. But we've got a lot of great stuff coming your way. We're going to be talking about this week in Trump mishaps. There's always plenty to go around. I'll also be having some fun with Auto-Tune. I came across this AutoTune app, and I thought, oh, we could have a blast with this. So I've taken a segment from a show we did a couple of weeks ago and put it through Auto-Tune, and you're going to love it. It's absolutely hilarious. The sketch already was hilarious, and then you add this in, and it's just absolutely perfect. So, we got that coming up. Oh, and don't be surprised that in between each segment this week, it's not our usual sweepers that you hear Doc do. No, instead, it's a catchphrase that has been sweeping the nation over the last few weeks Cash me outside. How about that? God bless that little crazy girl for giving us one of the greatest sayings of all time. All right. And we also got a new Ollie report and everything. So we got a lot coming up this week. I, I got to go to bed now. I got to sleep. Uh, uh, you just keep listening to the show and uh, that'll be nice. Here now is an all new smoking Hot Toddcast.
3: Catch me outside. How about that?
1: Well, it's happening. There's no stopping it. Donald Trump will be joining Disney World's Hall of Presidents. The attraction is actually closed at the moment and will reopen in June with all 45 presidents. But here's the kicker, though. More than 3,600 people have signed a petition asking that the president's animatronic figure remain silent. Their reasoning for it, of course, is that it's a family-friendly park, and if the past is any reflection, a Donald Trump speech is not appropriate for a place such as Disney World. And for the moment, according to a Disney spokesperson, they said that they are not yet sure whether or not Trump's figure will even have a speech or not. Because the current president giving a speech only got started with Bill Clinton. The attraction's been around since the early 70s, but Bill Clinton was the first president that actually got to do the current president's speech, and then W did it, and so did Obama. But hey, I mean, things can change, you know. Frankly, I think this is somewhat of a trivial thing to worry about. I think there's some things we can let go, like Trump's appearance in the Hall of Presidents. I mean, yeah, we can probably give him a speech. But usually the Hall of Presidents speech is somewhat of an inspirational one. I don't know if Trump can pull it off. What if his Hall of Presidents speech is no better than the ones he gave on the campaign trail? Could you even imagine? All
4: right, we'll sit right here. Isn't this wonderful? It sure is. Not only are we here in the historic Hall of Presidents, but we are here during the time that the greatest and most prolific man to ever be president in American history, Donald Trump, is the current president.
5: I know. It's so wonderful. I can't wait to hear what they had him say.
4: Me too. And not only do we get to experience this historic moment, but our son gets to as well. And hopefully this will be a moving a cherished moment in his life.
5: I'm sure it will. Are you ready to hear our great president speak? Oh boy, I sure am. This is exciting baskets. They grow up so fast. I bet he'll grow up to be president one day, and I'm sure he'll be as legendary as President Trump.
4: There's no doubt.
0: Welcome to the Hall of Presidents. Oh boy, here we go. This is going to be amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, the 45th President of the United States, Donald Trump.
4: <laughs> Woo-hoo. Disney, you've done it again, God damn it! Donald John Trump do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help me God.
5: This is so magical.
4: I know. We'll beat the shit out of them. Let them beat the shit out of ISIS also. They're ripping the shit out of the sea. We're gonna knock the shit out of ISIS. But it's political bullshit. Grab him by the pussy. Oh she my God. Was what the hell is going on? Oh, my God. God. Mommy, daddy, I want
6: to be like President Trump. Grab him by the nipples. Price,
5: you You're not gonna raise that fucking price. You understand? This is awful. Why would they have him say this crap?
4: If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. <laughs> well, well, it is what he's famous for, but... Day. At Disney, really?
5: Mommy,
7: Daddy,
6: if I have a daughter Something one day, I'm gonna date her!
5: oh my god we We're gotta get medication. out of here i know let's go Huh? sorry folks you can't leave
4: until it's over but can't you hear what he's saying no one should have to hear this well you voted for
5: him bitch so on the demonic name of disney i order you to sit down told you we should have went to universal shut up
3: catch me outside how about that
0: and now fun in auto
1: Good evening, I'm the new press secretary, Sean Spicer. I want to thank you guys for being here tonight. I know that our first official briefing will not be until Monday, but I wanted to give you a few updates on the president's activities, such as the bills that he signed on his first day, what the future is for the Affordable Health Care Act, I also have updates on policies that he is going to put into place for foreign relations, we'll get to all of that in a second. But first, I wanted to start with this. Mean people got on Twitter and said that not lots of people came to see Trump. And that was what lies.
2: Lies, you understand? Everybody come to see Trump become president. It was simply outrageous that you said nobody came. The outpouring of support was huge. Or in the words of our great president, Bigly huge. We had biggest crowd ever. Biggest crowd for anything ever. Super Bowl ain't got shit on our inauguration, okay? Everybody was there. All peoples were there. Millions upon millions. More than Obama. More than Washington, even. Donald Trump is greatest president ever. Ever. Now, I have tons of things that the president is doing right now that I want to talk about. Nope, nope, still can't get over it. Millions of people came out. Tons. There were tarps on the ground so you couldn't see things. Bad photographs. Made it look like nobody was there, but there were tons of people there. There were tons of people there. How dare you say nobody come to see Trump president. Everybody come to see President Trump. I can't hold my hors plate. <clears throat>
1: Anyway, the president is doing major things when it comes to policies both domestic and foreign. We will get to those at a later date, but no more.
2: No more saying nobody come to inauguration. Everybody was there. Everybody. You're big meanies. You're biggest meanies. I hate you all. I'm leaving. I'm leaving I'm never coming back.
3: Catch me outside. How about
1: that? 2017 is a new year. It's an, it's a year of change. Yeah. Some some good, some bad. Some good, some scary, some frightening. But that's what's coming. up. You know, there's some bad hombres. In I this read room. I read a transcript of Trump because that he did because they're they're very entertaining and there's <laughs> no, one. They are. They are the
8: big collection of run- on sentences. that's right and I came across right.
1: I came across something where he says big league he said something was big league is that what he's been saying this whole time big league instead there, of big league
9: okay there are two schools of thought there yeah Some. Uh, <laughs> is he
1: actually is he saying big league or is he saying big league
9: he's saying big league Regardless he is saying big if le- he means to say big league
1: he's made his own word it's big league it's it's mm-hmm. just it, it combines it into one word big league big yeah. league. That's right. Big I, mean, I even, oh, my God, I even did the hands. Big League. See yeah, that? Yeah. You can't yeah.
9: help but not do it You yet. can't help
1: but do the hands. I think
9: people, because he did say Big League once, and so people are like, that's what he means to say, right? I'm like, nope. no. I'm just
1: curious, because I've never, I never actually knew he said Big League in anything before. Because
9: League ends with a e and I, E sound.
1: <laughs> G, League. Yeah, there's a G in there, too, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. But, okay, I just didn't know. Because I was like, oh, wait, is that what he's been saying? Or has big he actually league. been saying big league?
9: Yeah, he's left out, like, a few of those little claps. What is that?
1: Right. I don't know what that no, is. When oh you, yeah, when when you, he,
9: To find out how many syllables. There we go.
1: Oh, oh okay, I didn't know what you were going for. I just thought when he, when he randomly claps for himself when he walks no, outside. Oh like,
9: you know, when you're learning how to say words, like, big league.
1: Oh, okay. I don't think I did that in school. You didn't do the clap. I don't think so. I don't think I did. Either. I don't think we had the claps. What kind of backwards <laughs> education. I don't audience? think I I didn't have the clap <laughs> in school. So, oh, we oh had clap. And we took it there.
9: Speaking of schools, we are um, eighth from the bottom. I know. Here in Tennessee.
1: I heard about that. Yeah. Wait,
8: who's eighth from the bottom?
9: Tennessee is. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. It's,
1: it's bad. It's bigly. Uh, it's, it's bigly, bigly bad. bad. And We're
9: then 42nd. So I want y'all's opinion on this. Okay. First of all, let me preface this. You know how I feel about, like, grown folks wearing sandals, right?
8: (laughs) No, I don't know how Uh, you
1: feel about grown folks wearing uh, sandals. Let's let's reminisce here.
9: First of all, if you are a man and you are past the age of 12, you should never wear sandals. Why? Thank
1: you. Why?
9: It's unacceptable. It's disgusting. And it shows me that you do not know how to tie your shoes or take care of yourself. That's
1: right. And you're just lazy.
9: I do not know. And if you're a woman, sandals are acceptable
1: <laughs>
9: if it's, like, a part of an ensemble, but not, like, flip-flops.
1: <laughs> right.
9: And you can only wear sandals if you're, like, at the actual beach. Then everyone can wear sandals.
1: Right. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I wear sandals on the beach or at a pool.
9: Under no circumstances are Jesus joggers ever allowed. No.
1: Jesus
8: joggers?
9: Mm-hmm.
8: Okay. The strappy um, so, little sandals. So now, we, yeah. so now we know how you feel about
1: sandals. Okay. I'm with you on that. 100% too.
9: Okay, so my son has a new principal at his school. Uh, He wears sandals to school? It's a little girl. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And she wears Jesus joggers with white socks. Black Jesus joggers with white socks.
1: That's a no no anytime.
9: And I'm just like, can I trust this (laughs) woman? Like, my first thought when I saw this Mm. was can I trust this woman to educate my son? Right. First of all. I kind
8: of like it, actually. It sounds like she's got some eccentricity in her veins.
9: No. No. She should not be hopefully, wearing those shoes. Hopefully she
8: knows her times tables, too, so she can pass that on to her students. But
9: She should not be wearing those shoes. And it's winter. So, like, not <laughs> only <laughs> is it not acceptable to ever wear those shoes, like, it's extremely unacceptable, yeah. even though I realize we haven't been super cold, but it's extremely unacceptable not to wear, like, during the winter months to wear those.
1: No, yeah, I agree. No.
9: So, I'm Th- there's afraid. a special
1: time of year, and then even then, no.
9: Like, where I'm in the summer when no children are around you. Yeah, that's exactly. That's just a poor example.
1: That's, no, that's, yeah, that's bad. So, oh.
9: So, I'm like, oh.
8: Is that you? Yeah, that was me. Sorry. What the hell are you doing? I was just flicking the spring over here. Are you flicking your spring? So
9: now we know why we're eight from the
1: bottom. Yep. <laughs> yep. What? People teaching with sandals and socks. <laughs>
9: sandals and socks.
1: It's a bad look. That's all people are staring at. Like, what? why are That's you wearing this?
9: Like, it literally... Like, the first time I saw her, that was the first thing I noticed.
1: No, it's like, horrible. What? Yes, it's horrible.
9: And I literally had that thought, like, should she be teaching my
1: son? Is this happening? Is this real life?
9: Here I am, like, no, you don't wear ugly shoes to school.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. And then, but mommy, they wear ugly shoes to school? Why can't I?
9: Yeah, I was pretty sure that they weren't allowed to wear sandals at school. The kids weren't.
1: I think you are... I think you can... But maybe just the Jesus kind. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> just Jesus jogger. Have you gotten any high fives, DJ Boy? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, no.
9: What?
1: No, no. Oh, please, high fives. I forgot. We're going to have to post the, the high five. Oh, later. I love that they pay you high
9: five bonuses.
1: That's right. Oh, that's, that's the best.
9: They probably read the article that said that if you tell your employees you appreciate them, morale goes up. Right. And in thi- that, but, that is really true. But they true. can't even
8: say it to your face. They got to yeah, write they give it you down. High
9: five. They give you like a Valentine.
1: Here's Uh-oh. a here's a piece of paper and
2: enjoy the piece of paper. This says high five.
8: More or less, I mean that's that's more or less our um. What our Ilan, our our morale is is more or less based on something that's written on a little scrap of paper with little cartoons. You need to get me a job food. there
9: so I can collect high <laughs> five. <laughs> I'm so jealous.
8: Ah. Uh, you can, you might have to be a dishwasher, but you can. will <laughs> get them can high fives, I wait, table well, sir. I don't know if we need anybody in the front of the house. You can you can apply though. And You're then I want my high
9: fives. I'll be like, you only have to pay me. <laughs>
8: exactly. Give <laughs> me those
9: beautiful slips of paper.
1: You can you can you can keep your house they're, they're with high fives. They're
9: alternative money. Exactly, alternative you
1: can keep your money. house with high fives. It'll work.
9: It's alternative money. It'll work.
8: Promise. Oh, alternative money.
1: <laughs> like alternative facts. Yes. Wink, yes, wink. I know. Like alternative, get it? Because there's no such I, thing I, as alternative I, I, facts. No,
9: I'm adopting the alternative facts. Those are called now.
1: lies.
9: No, I am adopting it.
1: Why? Why?
9: Because it is a glorious thing. Like people, are like uh, Sheila, did I just see you pee on the lawn? Nope. No.
8: Wait, what? Never happened. J- wait, did I just see you what?
9: Pee on the lawn.
8: Uh, and you'll just say, no, you never have. Yeah, I never have. That's, uh,
9: that, <laughs> and I never that will. That spot was the only spot that received rain today. <laughs> Alternative
2: <laughs> Why is it yellow?
9: Catch me outside. How
3: about that?
0: The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report.
1: Hello and welcome to The Ollie Report. I'm Hot Todd. It is the first Ollie Report of the fourth year Can you believe it? We've done this for three full years now, and we're still going, still going strong. And I'm excited, and I know Ali is too. So why not kick off the fourth year with some good news? Some very amazing news at that. Of course, I'm talking about the huge overtime Super Bowl win for the New England Patriots over the Atlanta Falcons this past Sunday. And we've got Ali in Boston this week to get the reaction of the team, and most notably the MVP... Tom Brady. So without further ado, beginning year four, here's the one and only Ollie. Ollie, how are things up there? (laughs) Falcons
7: let me down. They were supposed to win, damn it. They screwed over my bank
1: account. Baskets! Okay, Ollie, let's, uh, let's, uh, you're on the air. Uh, don't, it's shut up!
7: I don't care if I'm on the air, hot toddy. I lost a fortune on the Falcons. I thought for sure they were gonna beat them. This is
1: horse shit. Okay, alright, just, just shut, stop it. That, don't focus on that right now. D- don't, you're not supposed to even be partial to any teams right now. Not to mention the fact you're in Boston. You're in the city of the winning team. I'm not Foxborough was the town. Well, it's, it's the greater Boston area. The point that Boston's the city to be in. Stop
2: correcting me! What's wrong with you?
7: Do you have any idea how much money I lost on the Falcons?
2: You should have been gambling anyway. What the hell's wrong with you?
7: Oh, it don't matter none. No, let's just... Let's all for. Let's just do this thing. Who cares about Ollie and his money? His poor bank account. Hashtag broke. Hashtag
1: football. Hashtag Falcons let me down. Nipples. All right. All right. Just, just stop it. Just stop it. All right. Now, are you, are you, are you, are you in Boston? First of all. Yeah. Okay. Are you near the Patriots?
7: Regrettably, yes.
1: Okay. Well, good. All right. Well, look. You need to talk. Have you spoken? Because really, let's not talk to him now. Have you spoken to the Patriots? Spuds McKenzie! Okay, well, yes, that's true. Uh, they did a... a it was a, like a beer ad, I believe, uh, featuring Spuds. Ollie, did you talk to the Patriots uh, about their big overtime win? Because this is huge. It's never happened in the history of the Super Bowl. No team has ever gone into overtime in the 51 years of the Super Bowl, but it happened last night. Have you spoken to the team or maybe uh, Coach Bill Belichick about how they feel about making history?
7: Hashtag rise up. Hashtag
1: Falcons. ATL gonna change their name to Atlanta. Uh, Ollie... Good God! Stop it. You know you can't insult Atlanta, first of all, because that's the headquarter region of our podcast. But in addition to that, you've got to remain impartial here. I didn't even pay that much attention to the Super Bowl. I was more interested in the Kitten Bowl. Kitty
7: Kitty Meow Face, my cat loves to watch it every year. Hashtag Hallmark Channel. Station. Biscuits. Sports. Fur. Are you okay? Yeah,
6: I just coughed up a hairball.
1: Ollie. Have you spoken to anybody on the team about this massive win? Because they were far behind the Falcons by halftime, and it looked as though the Falcons had it in the bag. But slowly but surely, the Patriots rose up and were able to beat back the Falcons with a tie at the end of the game, going into overtime. And the Patriots scored and won the game. I mean, it was a huge night for them, and I'm sure they're still trying to calm down from it. Have you spoken to five-time Super Bowl winner and MVP Tom Brady. Because it had to have been a, just an amazing feeling. I'm sure he's still trying to just take in all of this uh, at this point. I'm sure he's still just stunned by the whole thing. But have you spoken to him about about this great feeling right now?
7: Is Tom Brady a member of the Brady Bunch? I don't remember him on that show. Was he the little kid with glasses that came on in the last season?
1: You mean Cousin Oliver? Yeah!
7: Cousin Oliver! Was that him? I think it was. I'm more of a fan of Gilligan's Island, though. And Happy Days. Baskets!
1: Alright, Ollie. Uh, I guess we'll wrap it up then. Um, I'm sure you didn't actually talk to anybody uh, with the Patriots. Um, so, uh, I-, I guess I guess we're done here, uh, but thank you.
7: Look, uh, no, Toddy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I didn't speak to anybody from the Patriots because I f***ing hate the Patriots. I f***ing hate Tom Brady. Uh, Ollie, please. No, 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 no. Just listen to me. They are the most overrated team in the nation. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. And I'm not exactly a huge Falcons fan, but like you said, Atlanta is in our region, and obviously we wanted them, being the underdog, to beat the Patriots, but they couldn't do it. Not to mention the fact I lost a lot of money. And yet, you sent me up here like I'm going to get all kinds of happy pants interviews. And frankly, I found that really insulting. Why should I do that? Why should I talk to them? Exactly.
1: You gave me a chance to answer. You don't have to. Yes, I do. They're the winners of the Super Bowl, Ollie. This is huge news, and it was a historic night.
6: No, Lady Gaga
1: was historic. Well, I also agree with that. that. She had an amazing performance that night, and I think probably if, if it wasn't the greatest, it was the, the greatest performance in, in uh, Super Bowl halftime history for sure. This is not about her. This is about the team. oh uh,
7: well, too bad, because I got an interview
1: with her. Say hello, Miss Gaga. Hello, hello, baby. Holy s***. Ollie, okay, all right, we, we got something here. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Okay, well, ask her some questions. Let's do this. Let's have an interview. <laughs>
5: Ollie, stop playing the music and
1: ask her questions. I don't
7: have to, Hot Tidy. She's answering
1: them all right here. Uh, so you don't actually have Lady Gaga there. You're just... Listening to this poet
7: soothe my soul, bitch. I hate the Patriots. I hate the Patriots. Uh, 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 uh. The Lady Gaga. Uh, I'm not hiding myself in regret. I love myself. So I'm sick Baby, I was born there.
1: All right, that's it. Next week, you're going back to Trumps and get the shit beat out of you. I'm not wearing any pants. Ollie. Right. That's gonna do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Catch me
3: outside. How about that?
1: Police officers near Microsoft's Redmond campus got an eyeful the other night when they spotted a nude jogger. On Ashley, they chased him down and he actually had a reason for why he was jogging in the nude. He wasn't trying to be silly, no, he was trying to build up his immune system to fight the cold weather. And what better way to do that than to run in the cold completely naked? Well, the man gave such a good reason he was not charged with the crime, but the police warned in the future you could get into some trouble. But regardless, one thing is for sure, this cheeky fellow is totally going to be the butt of jokes for a while. Per usual, I win.
3: Catch me outside, how about that?
1: Uh, you remember when, when Donald Trump tried to talk about Black History Month? That was a bad, bad thing. Very embarrassing. Well now, uh, the
4: election, it, it came out really well. And, and next time we'll, we'll triple the number or, or even quadruple it. We want to get it over 51, right, or at least 51. I could go on all day about
1: talking about how great the election was, but no, uh, Mr. President, Mr. President, you have to, uh, you need to speak about uh, Black History Month. Oh, is that today? Uh, yes, yeah, yes. Oh, okay, thank you.
4: Sean Spicer, ladies and gentlemen, my my press secretary. Uh, he says I need to talk about black people. So uh, let's get right into it. This is Black History Month, so this is our little breakfast, our little get together. How come we're not having chicken, Mr. President? A what? What? What's the big deal? Just carry on please well very well man very well hi Lynn how are you hey Fred how you doing Steve good to see you Billy Bob oh wonderful to see you hi tidy Ollie miss Pengrino DJ Poor. Sheila DA Williams and Orson Wells. and featuring me the out
1: mr. president you you' you're're you're naming off everybody on the smoking hot podcast
4: uh, Well, it's just as well I love that damn podcast anyway let's get right on to it here just a, just a few notes during this month we honor the tremendous history of African Americans throughout our country Throughout the world, really, if you think about it, right? A- am I right? I mean, their story is one of unimaginable sacrifice, hard work, and faith in America. I've gotten a real glimpse during the campaign. I'd go around with Ben. Well, y'all we know Ben. He's my black friend. Ben Carson, yeah, we, we I know him real well, and uh, I know black people really well because I, he's my friend. He, anyway, he took me to a lot of different places because we're friends. And there's places I wasn't so familiar with. They're incredible people. And I want to thank Ben Carson, my black friend, who's gonna be heading up the hood. That's a big job. That's a job that's not only housing, but it's mind and spirit, right, Ben? But you're my friend, right, Ben, right? And you understand, nobody's gonna be better than Ben, my friend, my black friend, Ben Carson. That's why I'm celebrating Black History Month. I mean, why doesn't everybody celebrate Black History Month?
1: I'm um, sure it's not something you
4: really celebrated, it's something you observed. Thank you, Sean. I think I got this. Remember, I've got a black friend. Anyway, last month we celebrated the life of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Whose incredible example is unique in American history. You read all about Dr. Martin Luther King a week ago when somebody said I took the statue out of my office. It turned out that that was fake news. It's fake news. I hate fake news. That statue is cherished. It's one of the favorite things in the, and we have some good ones. We have Lincoln, we got Jefferson, and we have Dr. Martin Luther King, who I'm sure if he was alive today, he'd be one of my black friends. But they said the statue was gone, the bust of the Martin Luther King head. They said it was taken out of the office, and it was never even touched. So I think it was a disgrace. But that's the way the press is. Very unfortunate. I will say this, though. I I was surprised that his bust was
1: was so wide. I I thought it would be black. Mr. President, please continue.
4: Oh, oh, yes. Well, thank you, Sean. I am very proud now that we have a museum on the National Mall where people can learn about Reverend King so many other things. Like Frederick Douglass, for example. He's somebody who's done an amazing job and is being recognized more and more. I mean, he does amazing things these days. I had lunch with him the other day, me and my other black friend. He's a friend of mine now, and me and my other black friend, Ben Carson, we had lunch with him, and we talked about black struggle, and the things that he's doing is just
1: simply amazing. Simply amazing. Isn't that right, Sean? That's right. He, he's doing amazing things, Mr. President. Being recognized more and more as days go by, and we are proud to have him on board.
4: Absolutely. You know, I noticed Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, and millions more black Americans have made America what it is today. Big impact. And I love it when we all have parties together. It's a lot of fun. Rosa brings the drinks because she likes to get a little tipsy, and Harriet Tubman likes to play all the hip-hop Music And so we get that going, and then Frederick stops by, Mr. President, let, let's carry on. Oh, you're right, I could go on all day about all my black friends. Anyway, I'm ready to do my part. And I will say this, we're going to work together. This is a great group. This is a group that's been so special to me. you really helped me a lot. If you remember, I wasn't going to do well with the African-American community. And after they heard me speaking and talking about the inner cities and lots of other things, well, they still didn't support me. But I love black people, I swear. So I want to thank all the black people out there and everybody being here. God bless you all, God bless America, and of course, God bless me. See you, everybody.
3: Catch me outside, how about that?
1: And now, in honor of Valentine's Day, the Smoking Hot Toddcast is proud to present Orson Wells reading an original poem that he wrote called Magic, Mystery, Love.
6: Love.
2: love magic mystery love
6: nothing is more important than the simple act of people getting together
2: magic mystery love
0: Ah, the French Champagne. Ah, the French.
6: Mrs. Rogers. Mrs. Rogers.
0: Who the hell are you?
2: Penis, penis, fuck penis,
6: fuck penis, fuck Mrs. Rogers
2: raw with my penis, fuck Mrs. Rogers raw with my penis.
6: Mrs. Rogers, raw, fuck. Mrs. Rogers, raw, fuck. Mrs. Rogers, raw, fuck. Mrs. Rogers, raw, fuck, raw, fuck, raw, fuck, raw.
2: Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Magic. Mystery love. (laughs) That was just a declaration of love.
3: Catch me outside. How about that?
2: Rule number one. If you're going on
1: television to talk about something that is supporting what your boss is doing, make sure that thing is real. Of course, you probably know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Kellyanne Conway, the counselor to the United States president, going on live TV and talking about the terrible Bowling Green Massacre, which was an attack carried out within the United States by terrorists who had been admitted to the United States as refugees. She actually said, I bet there was very little coverage. I bet it's brand new information to people that President Obama had a six-month ban on the Iraqi refugee program after two Iraqis came here to this country, were radicalized, and they were the masterminds behind the Bowling Green Massacre. I mean, most people don't know that because it didn't get covered. There's a very good reason why it didn't get covered. It didn't happen. That's right. She was wrong. She had no idea what the hell she was talking about, which is becoming a trend with this lady. Hashtag alternative facts. There was no such massacre, but I can't but I can't believe I'm gonna do this. I, I, I have to say it. Oh god. Okay, here we go. In her defense In her defense, there were two Iraqis who came who came into the United States and, and lived in Bowling Green and they were arrested. They were ch- arrested and charged with federal terrorism because they had attempted to send both money and weapons to Al-Qaeda. So that's what happened. But not a single shot was fired. Nobody was harmed. Nothing happened in Bowling Green, Kentucky other than that right there. She made the whole thing up, or, or somebody told her that this happened, and she believed it. It's just another example. It's just another example of of this horrid situation we find ourselves in right now. Uh, I, you know, I, I could go on all day about it. I could... Complain about it all day, but what good is it going to do? I mean, we're pre- we're pretty much going to have to get through the four years, and then we'll take it from there in 2020. I don't I don't think he's going to get impeached for anything. Uh, I, I think that's what we mo- most of us want. People like myself, we want that, but uh, I don't see it happening. And uh, but I do hope that you know maybe in the coming months, maybe next couple of years or so, he he chooses new people for his cabinet because. Wowzers. Uh Wowsers, indeed. Um look, I don't support the travel ban, not even a little bit. Uh but if you're trying to convince me that it's the right thing to do, tell me something that actually happened because you're just continuing to make yourself look like an idiot as well as the administration that you work for. Not that it matters, your boss is the biggest loon of all. But with all of this going down, it makes me wonder. I I started thinking, you know me, I start to think. I wonder what other massacres or tragedies or whatever does she think actually happened? The ideas are mind boggling.
5: Hello, I'm Kellyanne Conway, counselor to the President of the United States. I'm here to ask for your thoughts and prayers to all those who lost their lives in the tragic Bowling Green Massacre. Millions upon millions lost their lives on that tragic day, which is why I am in full support of the travel ban executed by President Trump. In addition to Bowling Green, I also ask that you keep the citizens of San Francisco in your thoughts. As you may recall, during the dreadful Obama years, there was a terrible incident where 15 million gay people attacked straight citizens and turned them gay. In all, 14 billion straight people became carpet munchers and poop pushers. There was also the terrible Lincoln, Nebraska tragedy where 10 cows armed with salad tongs and ladles attacked every cat within a 10 mile radius. And of course, how could we ever forget the tragic Mars incident, where Jupiter came out of nowhere and slapped it across the head. These tragedies are what construct the continuous platform of which our great president has proposed. And I hope within the coming months, you'll see this for yourself and come to the realization that we need to keep our planet safer, because God knows we certainly don't want Jupiter to slap in our head. Thank you and goodbye.
3: Catch me outside. How about that?
1: And there you have it—the most out there episode of the Smoking Hot Podcast I could ever come up with. It's like I said—I I actually rattled my brain for the last couple of weeks to figure out something to base this week's episode on, and I came up with nothing. But I came up with tons of just crazy, weird things to talk about—things that I came up with, and of course, some of the things that popped up in the news. And I combined them all together. And damn it, if we didn't make a fantastic show, I am very proud of this week's episode. And it's, and it's—it it's, was. There was really hardly any preparation. Into it as well at at that, so you know, enjoy that. I guess it's I guess this is kind of how it is, you know, that the best art comes naturally, just comes out of you. You don't have to think about it; it just it just comes naturally. So there you go. We'll just let every episode from now on come naturally, like hell I will. But anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. We are gonna take two weeks off, so that means we'll be back in three weeks with a brand new episode, and I've got some fantastic stuff lined up for the next few weeks. You're not gonna want to miss a single episode of the Smoking Hot Podcast. I guarantee you're gonna enjoy every. Every single one. Lots of great stuff coming your way. But first, a little three-week break. But until then, you can follow me on all social media. That's at Hot Toddy9102 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Hot Toddy75 on Snapchat. Be sure to follow the Hot Toddy YouTube and Mixcloud pages, and of course, the Smoking Hot Podcast on iTunes. You can also follow some of the uh, cast members of the Smoking Hot Podcast on Twitter: Miss Pengrino at Pengrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, and Doc Summit at Kev Summit. Until March 1st, this is Hot Toddy saying.
3: Catch me also how about that?